You're listening to the Performance Group Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and get to know the unseen heroes of our local community. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Kirby, and on the Performance Group Podcast, we make it our mission to learn from those around us and shed light on our local community. If you're new to the show, we have spoken to business leaders, community, organizers, friends, and family. And before we jump in today, I hope to ask you for a favor. If you could please just take one second to hit subscribe and share our posts. It would mean a whole lot to me, our team here at the Performance Group, and our amazing guests on today's show. It couldn't have happened this, well, it's happened before, but obviously it's a very different time in which it's happening now, but it couldn't have happened at a better time in technology when you still be with people, even though you're not with people. Right. Yeah, but I'll take the alternative. Let's let's get back to... We're in the event space. I would like to have more events. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The events, the trade shows, I'd love to go see a live concert. I've been lucky enough to see a couple of them, <laughs> you know, but... Yeah, I've seen their uh, LinkedIn stuff to where they've got everybody all spread out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I mean, it's, uh, like I said, you know, we, we talked to, it, I can't tell you how many event places, um, concert venues and so forth that I've talked to over the last, uh, you know, eight, nine months. And it's simply the fact that, you know, we've, we've got the restrictions in place that we can run at a 25% capacity. Is that enough to still make any money? No. Because you look at bars, bars can't make any money off yeah. the margins. That's why they're not doing it. Um, yes. So my question to the health department's been, is going in and saying, okay, what can we do to increase that? I don't need 100%, but even 50% is better than the 25. 75% is pretty fantastic. So what can we do to allow that to happen? So. We did a, this was back in November, I believe, um, maybe early November, we did a kind of a presentation on some of the, uh, the, the company that we pivoted to Veroshu, yeah. um, going down and putting some things into place. It's a Veroshu or Viroshu? Veroshu. Veroshu. I wrote, I wrote down in Viroshu because I couldn't think of the name of it. I was like, I know what it's supposed to do. Right. So I was like, it protects the environment. That's why I wrote it down. So we... We went down and we basically offered up, you know, the mitigation things that we put in place. You know, we're an events company trying to figure out how to make events happen again. So this is when we decided to, you know, at least he was forward thinking instead of falling in line like so many of the other production houses throughout the United States, which have just furloughed their, most everybody in the company and, and basically shut down. You know, nobody's renting anything. Nobody's, you know, there's, there's not concerts going on. There's not... I mean, it's just a plethora of things that mm-hmm. all deal with people gathering together, which is what the events industry is yeah, about. based around. So, you know, it basically out of no fault of her own, the rug got pulled out from underneath us. Um, so, like I said, with Mark being the forward thinker he is, um, you know, he said, hey, here's what I'm doing. Those of you that want to put in 110% and come in and get involved, here's your opportunity. So, you know, asked me a year ago if I ever figured that I'd know as much about UVC light and uh, air treatment as much as what I do now. No. But at the same time, I'm, I'm lucky to be working. Yeah. The, you know, the shop's still open, the sign shop's still open, so, you know. Not much more you could ask for. 
Yeah. And we're finally hitting some good breaks, lucky breaks. Yep. Things are getting better. Um, you know, the word's getting out. I think one of the most important things and what I found out just from the events that we've done is simply the fact of, you know, getting the knowledge out there. You know, giving the people the opportunity to say, to go to the health departments and say, hey, if we put these extra practices in place, then can we get to that 50% or even that 75%? Mm-hmm. You know, give us an option. It's mask wearing, it's social distance, you know, wash your hands. That's really about it. What other options do we have? Yeah, and, and choice. choice. They're taking a lot of choice out of people's hands, and it's cost a lot of people who, you know, employ a lot of people. And yeah, absolutely. Hashtag the faces behind events. Yes, um, all the time. You know, I've, ever since I've done this, I'm always the guy that, you know, I work the position that nobody wants to see. You know, wear black on show days because you disappear behind the stage. Yeah. You know, you go in days early and you set everything up and then you're gone. Um, but now it's kind of a reverse role because now, especially with the, the Verishield side of things, um, we want to be noticed. We want to make it a point that, hey, we're here doing something, going a little bit above and beyond. Building confidence. Yeah, back into something. Maybe we'll feel more confidence back into places because I think even though you know, some things may be opening up slowly. Um, it's something, this is, you know, this is not going to leave our mindset for quite some time. So, incorporating these things, it just makes people feel more confident about coming back into the room for one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe we're doing better. I just want to go back to work. Yeah, you just, just want to do what you love. Okay. So, now that we kind of got that out of the way, why don't we just introduce who we are? So, thank you very much. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're probably already five to six minutes into this. Um, today I have Jeremy Adams. Jeremy is the owner at Signage Incorporated right here in town, as well as the graphic and scenic design at Dot Technologies. And now, um, I don't know the exact position, but VeroShield, um, Antiviral Logistics, which is kind of stemmed from you know, for anybody who worried this in the first couple minutes, obviously we know the entertainment uh, industry of all industries has been impacted um, significantly by the coronavirus, the COVID-19. So thank you, Jeremy, for coming. Um, thank you for reaching out. I'm glad that we were able to get you on. Um, for anybody that's been on the show before, you've all seen that beautiful mural out in front of our building. Um, although Jeremy and I both can't take credit for the art behind it, Jeremy can take credit for um, the application of said art on the wall. Um, him and his team at Signage, believe it or not, that is a giant sticker, a gorgeous giant sticker. Um, and it's really kind of been very nice for us to have as an organization to bring people in and get a picture in front of it, kind of bring the light to a community that in the last, you know, 10, 15 months, it's been weird. Yeah. So, <clears throat> your your story where you're at now, it's important, but I kind of want to back things up. Um, Jerry, let's kind of talk about where you started. Are you, are you local? Are you from, where are you from originally? Um, I'm a transplant. I grew up in Centerville. Okay. Just in the Ohio border, right outside of Richmond. Um, moved to Indianapolis uh, to start school. Um, Back in 94, 93, mm-hmm. um, you know, but wound, wound up here in, in Pendleton. You know, it's a, it's 
you know, started in the sign business when I was still in school, um, just working part time. Ended up working at a couple of sign shops, a uh, publishing company in Indianapolis, and somehow wound up here. So, yeah. So you started in 1995 at Howard Sam's Publishing right. slash Master Press. Yeah. Um, is that local? Uh, Howard Sam, their only office, I believe, now is in Tampa. Okay. That was their home office. They had the other side here in, on the west side of Indy. Um, I worked mostly in Master's Press, um, which was, it is sports books. So okay. How-to books, um, coaching books, and so forth. Um, worked in the art department. A lot of you graduated with a uh, graphic... Design? Yes. In graphic design? So four years later, you were like, yeah, let's set up shop. Let's start something? Pretty much, yeah. Um, I was working in a sign shop in Castleton area, um, doing a lot of work for the malls. Um, and it just uh, got to the point where I was kind of running the place. Mm -hmm. So you start thinking about that and then learning a little bit back in. Um, so, you know, partnered up with a guy and, um, who was from here, um, Jeannie and Steve Custer, State Farm, Eric Custer, first time. Um, we partnered up and started the sign age back in 99, um, and it's kind of went from there. Yeah, um, still, still running and done, yes. 22 years later. Yep. It's uh, shifted gears a little bit here and there. Um, of course, like any other business, that's ups and downs. You know, 2008 for everyone was a pretty rough ride. But, um, yeah, what's the first, first thing you cut out of the budget? Myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's a, that kind of always plays the game. It's me first, but um, like I said, we've added some things too. I started doing some screen printing, um, t-shirts and apparel. Didn't think I'd get into that portion of it, but the opportunity came up and kind of took advantage of it. And it's it's a it's probably been a five-year building process, but it's um, it's all right. It's it's working. Yeah, plenty of work. The it's it's definitely something, especially when you grow up in. Playing baseball and football, and you find out who makes the shirts. You know what I mean? It's what it's one of those things where everybody kind of congregates to, especially since sports and little league stuff. Everybody. Yeah, but the school's been, you know, and of course the town itself has just been very supportive of us. So, you know, couldn't have done it without everybody. Yeah. So rocking and rolling with signing. So um, you're also a graphic scenic design at Dot Technologies. How did that kind of come to be? Um, kind of by accident. Um, we were doing some stuff downtown uh, Super Bowl. Um, that was in 2012, right? Uh, 11 or 12. Okay. That's a long time ago now. But we, uh, we were doing some stuff at the old Nordstrom place. Um, we were a we were, uh, client of Liz, and we were doing a lot of stuff for them, not only at Circle Center, but at the airport at the same time. Well, Dodd was down there working and they did most of the lighting, audio, sound, staging, everything down on Georgia Street for all the Super Bowl parties. You know, they had a, you know, a, a lot to do with the whole Super Bowl event. Um, you know, same thing as a sign business is the you know, production side of things. You work late nights, you're, you know, sleep during the day, work at night because nobody wants to see you. Same thing on the sign side of things. Um, we happened to take a break out on Georgia Street, uh, ran into a... Um, the guy that worked for Dodd, he said the uh, town was kind of giving him some grief on not having his truck's decal. Yeah. He said, hey, do you guys do this? You know, we were carrying in stuff, put two and two together. He said, yes. He said, uh, you guys want to go down here tomorrow? I said, yeah, back down here tomorrow. By the way, where are you guys at? He said, Pendleton. He said, you're kidding. We're in Pendleton. 
I had no idea dot technologies existed. I still don't work in that field. I've heard the name a few times here and there, but so it opened up a door to kind of a new world. Um, shortly after that, I started freelancing with them. I did that for quite a few years, um, and then kind of morphed into what I'm doing now. I got the opportunity to join the team, and I took advantage of it. So I, you know, I'm always up for the challenge. So yeah. The, uh, the entertainment industry and doing the stuff that we do is um, very gratifying. Mm -hmm. um, it is uh, extremely difficult work from time to time. Um, long days, short schedules. A lot of travel. But um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, everything that we were doing in this uh, signage as well, I mean, with, um, you know, backdrops, we were doing a lot of printing stuff for Don uh, as soon as we, we started um, working with them since I met them. Um, so it kind of went from here to there to there to here and so forth. Yeah. No phones in the studio, guys. I just want you to know that. We'll cut this quick 30-second break. There you go. Back on mute. So for, and I would say, like you said, you know, you didn't know Dodd exists. I would say the majority of people don't know that Dodd's local no. in such a, Big business. Um, can you kind of talk about and make it easy to understand? What does Dodd do when you say they're a production company and in the entertainment space? That's a, it's vague. So it, and it is. It's a. There's not a lot that we don't do. Um, we supply gear. We're full service rental company for the event industry. At the same time, a full production company. I mean, we have all the AV gear that you ever want. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with uh, video, LED, uh, we supply truss. Uh, Mark brought Tyler Truss into the Pendleton area mm -hmm. of quite a few years ago and built that business as well um, up from where it started. Um, we basically, a, a production house, full service, we do a little, we've morphed into doing a lot more corporate events, yeah. um, but we still do a lot of sporting events at the same time. Um, concerts, from time to time, uh, festivals used to be a bigger thing than what they are now. I think a lot of it's, um, you know, you morph into the, the, the corporate side of things, uh, kind of slow down. Things are easier on gear yeah. when you do the corporate side as opposed to uh, the, the touring side of things. Um, but we, we still do a lot with, um, especially with music, even on the corporate side of things. Um, so we take, you know, basically what the client wants, what they're looking for doing, and put all the pieces of the puzzle together to make it happen on extraordinary level. Extraordinary level. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. For anybody who's never been on Dog Technologies website to look through some of the, I guess it's productions that you've put, put in place, it's amazing to think that, I mean, that's in our own backyard. Yeah. Nobody knows. I was, it's, it's pretty cool when, I, when people come into the shop, which, you know, Mark says the same things. So, you know, you walk into the front door to the lobby and it's, it's, it's pretty cool. But as soon as you step into the back half of the shop and everybody's eyes get this big. It's like, yeah, I get it. You know, there's 30 foot guitar sculptures on the wall. You know, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a pretty amazing place. And we do pretty amazing stuff. I mean, we got the opportunity with, um, 
ISL, International Swim League, mm-hmm. their inaugural year. And I actually watched a couple of events. They're, yeah. they're exciting. Yes, they are. I mean, it's bringing swimming to a professional level. You yeah. Know? Um, so we got the opportunity to be the United States crew. I mean, I toured with them, did every single stop, end up almost 30 days in Vegas for Christmas. Wow. Um, we set up everything in Mandalay Bay and did our infamous pool builds. Um, we work with an Italian company, Martha Pools. Okay. Um, I've personally done four pool builds since I've been with that, um, where we go into an arena and you we build, build two. We build two above ground Olympic size swimming pools, practice pool, competition pool, and a matter of 30 days or less. Check out the time lapse uh, on um, just uh, you know go on YouTube and um, Omaha swim trials. Uh-huh. How many how many guys? I mean, we have a significant crew. We pretty much everyone in the building goes to Omaha. Mm-hmm. This was one of the, the very much heartbreaking things of last year. Is every we prepare for four years for Omaha, mm-hmm. you know, and we didn't get to go this past summer. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it's still in the books. So. I'm planning on being there in July. That's that's my goal right now. Um, I was just out in uh, San Antonio. I spoke to Cody Miller. Uh, he's been kind of a backing us a little bit on the Bear Shield side of you know just the logistics side of trying to get all the swimmers back in the pool. Yeah. And um, you know that's my goal is to get those guys to Omaha. And Omaha's the, the trials. trials. That's the swim trials. Yeah. It's a fantastic event. Um, Everybody says that it, it, even the, the trials themselves kind of outshine the Olympics themselves for swimming. Just because it's on American soil? I guess. I mean, they, they go all out. This is something that is... is Are they thinking fans in Omaha? How is the... Right now, they're capped, I believe, from the last I heard, at a, at a certain number. But they're, they're looking at, hopefully, as time progresses over the next few months, to be able to increase that. But as of right now, yes, thumbs up for, for everything. So um, we'll just see how things go. Fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. Keep my balance smooth. And we'll get there. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. I mean, Medicine's like, advanced a lot too, yes. just, just in a matter of months. So then, not to quickly pivot, but to quickly pivot, kind of where this whole conversation started, we were talking about the pivots you guys have made in order to get to, you know, fingers crossed, Omaha. Um, quickly speak to what VeroShield is, why it is, and how it's being used today, and how you came up with the technology so quickly. Because I feel like it was a quick pivot. Yeah, I mean, we're, like I said, Mark's a very forward-thinking individual. He, he is, one of the biggest strong points that he builds God from is simply problem-solving. So we were presented a huge problem. Um, Mark's wheels turn. 90 mile an hour every single day and uh you know the uvc technology we've we've been aware of mm-hmm. um i was aware of it from back in the print side of things i you know took a trip up to new hampshire a couple of years ago um to efi's facility and they were showing me some new uh, latex printers that had uv drying systems and so you know started getting into the uv light a little bit well Cook Medical is one of our clients as well. So there's been always the knowledge of, of what UVC light was, uh, especially used in the medical field. Mm-hmm. You know, they use it a lot on, on instrument production and curing and cleaning and sanitizing and so forth. 
So, you know, we kind of partnered up with Luxabo in the beginning, which is one of our leading suppliers for doing the AV work. Mm -hmm. um, kind of went in the same direction and created some, some lighting fixtures that could be used to, you know, dive into the UV sanitation thing. Um, we use Philips germicidal bulbs. Um, we try and be as safe as humanly possible with it um, because it is something that, um, you know, you have to be properly trained. It is something that can give you severe burns and, and so forth, but it, it kills everything on surfaces. So, you know, as long as it's handled in the correct way, um, things can be done. So we're not only dealing with just the direct UVC light, but at the same time, we pivot to our, our, our industry. Um, we've developed large air units. You know, that's one of the things that's almost been a consistency through COVID is the fact of the air turnover. So, you know, as the airport has increased their air turnover tenfold. Same thing with Lucas Oil. You know, mm -hmm. They can open the roof, they've done the same thing. But everybody's increasing the airflow and turnover in their facilities. Well, to add the UVC cleaning systems as well, um, we've been able to, you know, just go that step above, mm -hmm. one step a little bit further. Um, with the manufacturing capabilities that we have, we're building 90% of the everything ourselves right here in the United States. That's one of the things that um, we ran into some problems. Uh, Luxabelle's a Belgian company. Mm -hmm. So getting some of these uh, fixtures that they were building all of a sudden kind of hit a wall with us. So yeah. supply and demand, um, you know, we stockpiled in the beginning, but then all of a sudden it's months of waiting time. So. We decided, hey, okay, we have to another problem to solve. So that's where we're at. Um, we're trying to supply as much for our industry as we can. So it is a little bit driven in a specific, uh, maybe not so much in households and things like that. But yeah, we're we're using it to try and, like I said in the beginning, trying to get people back in the room in a safe manner. Uh, it's simple as that. Yeah, trying to create confidence back in something that used to be so regular that now when you watch a Netflix movie and you see somebody not wearing a mask on a train and you go, that's kind of crazy, don't you think? Public transport and now you're wearing a mask? And it, it, it really has you know really thrown off your entire sense of what reality was before and it's not even been a year. Jeez Louise. So it's, it's pretty amazing to see, especially a local company, to pivot so fast in such a big way and impact your entire industry. And now you're saying the air purification systems, the walkthrough lights, it's, you know, all we do is tax and accounting. It's very different, you know, it's a different world. So um, I'm friends with you on LinkedIn. And then on LinkedIn, you have a pretty good LinkedIn presence, by the way. I think you're very active on LinkedIn. I try to be. One thing with events is, uh, there is the downtime. Yeah. So it gives me the opportunity to kind of, you know, keep this going and do some marketing on my own. It's marketing, it's networking, it's it's a very interesting platform because it, it lets you get in front of like-minded people and you've been using, um, and this is the reason I wrote it up, you've been using the hashtag faces behind events. So like you said at the beginning, you know, the whole point of being behind the event is so people don't know you're there. Right. So you've had to kind of transfer and I've seen Tyler Trust been a lot more active on LinkedIn, and you've seen Dot and Jetman be a lot more active on LinkedIn. Are you seeing other people within your industry all all starting to tug on the same end Absolutely. of the road? Yeah, you, like I was talking to you about earlier with the with virtual events. I mean, those are 
those are huge. They're, they're happening everywhere. Everybody's trying to figure out how to, you know, it's not just the events, it's, it's the knowledge, you know, especially working in the corporate field. Mm -hmm. You know, they get groups of people together to you know, make them more knowledgeable, make them aware of what the company's doing, how it's doing, where they're going in the future, and so forth. Well, without being able to do that, it gets kind of tough to, you know, still get the message across. So going to, you know, hybrid events is where things have gone. Um, and there's, like I said, every, everybody seems to be doing it, whether you're doing it from your, from your conference room yeah. or you're doing something like what we've been able to do with a few clients and bringing them in, actually building the stage for them, give them just a little bit something more than, than just the, the Zoom calls. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. I think it's something that people need, and it, they're just trying to figure out where to find it. Because I've done a couple conferences, and they've not been anything like that. It's somebody in their living room on a Zoom call with a different background that they put using Zoom. So yeah. it's nice to see that people are finding new ways around it to make it work. Yeah, and we've uh, we we're still developing things. We're still trying to make figure some of the things out to make it a little bit easier, mm -hmm. uh, make it a little bit more engaging. I think that's the one thing that we, we come across, especially the production team uh, there at Dodd, is simply engaging people. You know, when you're sitting at home on your couch and you're involved in a conference call, you know, how much of your direction is really paid attention to this? But yeah. if you're interactive with something, um, you know, even if it's you have to have a hands-on interaction, You've got bigger backgrounds. You have more things to engage your eye, engage the presence of it. I mean, that's what we're ultimately trying to do. Is just give it a give it a little bit more. Yeah. Give it a shine a little bit brighter. You know. And that's what people need. Yeah. Especially right now. Absolutely. Nowhere else to find it. So I guess then we go to a congratulations. Um, and the reason I say congratulations, it's good for everybody. It's it's. The Indianapolis Conference and um, Entertainment scene has always been, we have a really cool downtown sector. Yes. And we do a lot of really cool things downtown. And I know this, this had been in the works for forever before they finally announced it. Um, we are getting the 2021 NCAA basketball tournament, correct? Yes. So you guys are involved in that? We're, we've been in talks with it. You know, nothing's been set in stone of who's doing what. Um, they're... It's a, it's it's going to be a process, and, and it's, it's good news nonetheless. But yes, the the biggest thing that we have, I think, going for us right now is is you know for one, putting on some of the events that we have in our back pocket that we've done over the last nine months. Um, two, it's it's our backyard, you know, for being a full service production house. Anything and everything that they would need, it's right up through. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, you know, we. We work with Marquis quite a bit, Midwest quite a bit, and you know I think it's, it's going to be a collaborative effort from everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll we'll see how it plays out. And like I said, we're we're involved. I mean, yeah. we've been um, regular talks for the last few few months with Indiana Sports Corp, and you know of course they come down to our some events and kind of see what we've been doing there and yeah. how to make it all play out. And it's all about solving the problem and and making sure we can. Yeah, Indianapolis just needs to shine. So yeah, it is. Absolutely. It's a. It's been a long time coming, so let's show them what we can do. Heck yes. So elevated. So. Well, good. So, where is that going to be at Lucas Oil then? Well, it's or? kind of spread out from. I mean, I I believe the the first round is going to be taking place anywhere from Inglefield House to Assembly Hall. 
uh, Mackey Arena. Um, the oh, wow, so they've got it all over the state. Yeah. Interesting. So the cool thing about it as well is, um, so Division Two, I believe, is Evansville. Okay. They're having the whole bubble for Division Two and Division Three in Fort Wayne. So the, so the whole state. Indiana being the basketball capital of the world, right? Yeah, that makes sense. That's what we've always heard. Yeah. That's what we've so, always heard. It's a... So yeah, it's 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 pretty exciting. I think for for everyone, everyone in the state. So we'll just um, we'll keep being involved in the meetings and let them know what we can do, what we can handle, what we can't handle, and and we'll make it happen. Um, Especially after missing out on last year. Yeah. This one means a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Nice yeah. to have at home. I didn't realize that they were having all of them over the yeah. state. Great. It's just, uh, I think it's just first round is going to be, you know, uh, assembly on Mackey Arena, and then I think everything gets consolidated to um, Lucas Oil is going to have two courts and then um, Bankers Life and so forth. So um, it'll be interesting. I think it's a... Yeah, just figure it out. Yeah. Solve exactly. the problem. Exactly. What's um, what's the coolest event you've ever done? Probably the swimming league and. Yeah, Las I mean, all, all my swimming shows are really cool. We so we do themed shows for Cook Medical every year, and um, last year was a was, or I'm sorry, 2019 was a was a pretty cool one. We we go down we're at West Baden, um, beautiful place in the dome, and we built the biggest stage and put on the biggest show, and it's uh, pretty fantastic. We did an Alice in Wonderland theme. Really? So everything was black light. You know, we had, I mean, we built things out of foam. Uh, we were building things in my house. So we <laughs> just pretty cool structures and everything. But, you know, I, I was talking to a guy the other day. Um, probably my favorite show that we do, which I missed this year because they canceled it, was we do Notre Dame uh, Echoes, the football awards show okay. every year. A couple of years ago, we built a pretty awesome set that resembles the stadium. It's a really awesome set. But anyway, um, so we've used that set a couple of times now. You keep all these sets? About, yeah. Just in case? Most of them. I mean, there's there's some that go by the wayside, but for the most part, because a, a lot of things we do are continued events. Like, you know, we do a 3M event down at the Conrad that, you know, is, it's every year. Mm -hmm. So... It's the same same thing that we set up, um, but I think I missed Notre Dame probably the most this year. I really enjoyed that show. Yeah, um, that's a special place to be. Yeah, South Bend, just yeah. in general. Yeah, so I guess you know, spending a week up there, setting up the show, running the show, you know, even the teardown. And normally it snows eight to twelve inches. Of course, the night that we load out, and you have to be outside dredging, but but. Uh, that's what makes it. Yeah, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, touchdown Jesus is looking at you the entire time while you're loading up trucks. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a pretty neat show. But like I said, everything. I think the biggest or the most exciting thing about um, working in the industry is, even though we may have reoccurring shows, it's never the same. Yeah. You know, maybe you're working with a different crew. Maybe that elevator's busted. You know, I mean, there's there's always that challenge, and every show's a little bit different. Yeah, especially now that um, crowds are limited. Yes. And crowds are different no matter where you are in the country. Everybody has different rules on everything. Yeah. Um, how has that been kind of creating sets for no crowd? And that, you know, that's the other challenge. That's the, that's the next step. Even with swimming, it's like we have athletes back in the room, but we haven't been able to 
people back in the room yet. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've some of the things that are kind of in our arsenal list that we're doing for Verishield are, you know, temperature scanners. We're we're looking at some. We, right now we have kiosks that you walk up to basically it takes your temperature and tells yeah. you you can or cannot come in. It's got a somewhat face recognition where it'll tell you if you have a mask on or don't have a mask on as well. So we we have a we you know we build our own little kiosk check-in area that we take around to all the swimming events, but have used them at the pageant theater in St. Louis. Same thing at Hi-Fi in order to check people in and get crowds in. Um, I think the biggest challenge is going to be the bottlenecking portion of that. So. You know, looking at some, uh, you know, some newer stuff that's out there that I guess is being used in Vegas right now and a few other places that can, you know, take the temperature of mass people and, and see what's happening. I mean, it's even to the point... It's big brother stuff. stuff. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff, uh, in, in my personal view, is kind of scary, but at the same time, it's like, um, you know, there's some of it we have to do. We just have to, whether I believe in it or not, it's... Uh, a bit different work. So we're just we're looking at a, a many varieties of things from you know just incorporating the the uh, the mitigation processes that we have right now and kind of building them you know and to get people back in the room. Make it scalable in some sense. Yeah, I'm I'm up on all the the, the, the research that's been done. There's been some testing that's been done over in in, in Europe mm -hmm. um, as far as gathering crowds and, and you know. The, Everything seems pretty positive as long as you follow the mitigation protocols. You know, as, as long as you're checking the boxes, you're wearing a mask, you're practicing social distance. You know, I personally, we have to be responsible and just figure it out on our own. Yeah. I, you know, that's, but that's my opinion. Well, and it's, <clears throat> I just got off an airplane and, you know, there are these there are things that are in, um, in place, but then you still sit. I, yeah, I two and a half inches from the guy to your right and left. I talked to the guys at work about and how the airlines have this magic force field that you walk through when you get on a plane. Well, then they say when you're deboarding, they say make sure you well, leave enough space. And you go, well, I don't know if you knew for the last two and a half hours, but I was breathing this guy's breath through his mask. However, nonetheless, <laughs> it, it's we we can only play ball within the confines in which we can. So as we move forward, and speaking to you know. Madison County business owners, the people that are listening to this, um, what can we do to be more behind Dodd, be more behind events, be more behind our community? Because we're all trying to get to the same place. How can we pull on the same end of the rope as the entertainment industry? Because we want to get the heck out of our homes. I think it's just it's just simply the support. It's the knowledge. You know, if you have questions, how can I get people back into my restaurant? You know, one of the things with, with the Veritas Shield is We've made everything so it's scalable. So I talk about the high output areas that we put in, in gymnasiums that you know, take to the swimming events and put them on the pool deck and, and so forth for these big rooms. That's not all that we're developing. We have smaller air units as well. Um, we're working with a product that, that's a, a, a disinfectant spray called System 3, which we've honestly been using since April of last year. Um, it's kind of bottlenecked in getting our, our, our EPA number on it, um, but other than that, uh, all the ingredients are EPA safe, you know, all, all numbered, so forth. But it's kind of getting over some of these hurdles that we're, we're trying to get across. Um, but most of all, I think, it, it, you know, the, just the simple support and if there's ways that you'd like to get your business back open things, yeah. don't hesitate to, to just call and ask. 
because that, that's the biggest thing is the education, what I was talking about in the beginning. Asking the health, health department, you know, what can I do? What can we do to get to that 50% or that 75%? Mm-hmm. Give us an option. And, you know, you, you take all the little pieces that they say, especially with the, you know, air purity, airflow, and so forth, you start putting those into place, and maybe that gets us to that point. But we have to ask. We have to, we have to push. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got to push. Um, so that being said, Jeremy, I really appreciate you coming in. Um, if anybody needs to get a hold of Dodd or they need to get a hold of you at SignH, how do they do that? Um, you know, you can always give us a call. Uh, Dodd Technologies, 765-221-5010. Um, Verashield.com. Uh, DodTechnologies.com, contact pages there. Of course, the signage.biz. Um, but yeah, we have a, the guys at the sign shop have built quite a, a little gift shop there. So, you know, we we'll check some stuff out. They're constantly updating some things. It's all Pendleton, you know. Pendleton anything and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you very much. Hey guys, thank you again so much for your love and support of the Performance Group Podcast. For more information on the podcast, the Performance Group, or even our guests, feel free to reach out directly via our website, performancegroupindiana.com, or feel free to email me directly, which is sean at performancegroupindiana.com. We'll see you guys next week.